Okay, Bailey Carroll back at you with another What the Puck podcast. So, I really don't dive too much into the NHL. I want to be different. I want to talk Bailey hockey because that's what I'm all about. But I felt the need to talk about a podcast that I listened to, which honestly was very good. And that's uh, Trav for Oilers. I know a lot of goalies online, especially in the Goalie Gear Sluts United Facebook group, fucking hate the guy. I really have nothing against Trav. I mean, he's definitely blessed with, you know, the genetics of a goalie. He's, you know, he knows how to sell. He's good. Um, I just, his videos to me are just a little too much clickbait. And this is not a dig on him. I really do respect him. I like him. I follow him. But I'm just not one of his, like, true, like, groupie followers. But I'll give the guy respect. I mean, he's, he's got a lot farther than I ever did as a goalie. Um, as far as his podcast, you know, you want to listen to it. I just feel like it's a little, it's a little too much for me. It's almost like he wants to be... The Spit and Chicklets. But let's back up for a second. Everybody and their fucking mother has a podcast. So, <laughs> including me. So, I really can't say anything negative about that. However, I was listening to his newest podcast with Ian White. Now, when I heard he was doing a podcast with Ian White, I was like, whoa, Ian White. I haven't heard that name in fucking years. I was dying laughing. I'm like, what the fuck ever happened to him? And the more I listen to the podcast, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, that's fucked up. You know, it's his struggles with addiction and fentanyl and alcohol. And it's, I mean, it's really sad. It's, you know, Ian White, drafted by Toronto. One of the best hockey markets. I mean, fucking drafted by Toronto. And then it just all came crumbling down. I just, it's unbelievable, really, because it's like, you made it to the show. You played about 500 games in the NHL, and addiction got you. And I always felt like more money, more problems. Not to, you know, sound like an asshole, but uh, that's the old Mason with uh, Puff Daddy back in the day. It really is more money, more problems. But I look at it, and I go like, wow, like, it kind of got to him. And just listen to him talk and his story. He seems so humble and good. And hey, I fucked up in life. That's basically the moral of the story. If you get a chance, listen to it. It's very good. And I'll give Trav all the credit in the world. He really didn't keep chiming in. It was all Ian White. And, you know, I just laughed because I'm like, Ian White? Holy jeez. Yeah, like back in like the. What do you say? Like 2008, 9, 10. Like that guy was. He was fire. He was a good second-line defenseman. I mean, he would throw down. I remember that one game, he threw down with um, Kovalchuk. <laughs> I mean, Ian White, you know, like, just kind of like the, uh, you know, I wouldn't really say the biggest guy, but definitely a tough motherfucker. And he's thrown down with the friggin' superstar, Kovi, from fucking Russia, when he was uh, with the Thrashers. I thought that was pretty dope. And then there was one other time, I always remember, it's when... uh. Ian White got traded to Calgary. A huge trade, yeah, for Dion Phaneuf. Huge trade. And he took the puck off the face from Dustin Penner when he played against the Oilers. <laughs> Battle of Alberta, he takes it right to the face. And the puck goes in the net. 
and uh, I remember Ian White was leaking everywhere. So uh, yeah, that was that's pretty funny. I mean, it sucks for Ian, but Jesus Christ, you know, you know, forget stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, even that uh, that one save. I think he was playing against Colorado, and he made like that, like Michael Ryder two thousand eleven save. And um, I forget who the goalie was. It wasn't I forget who it was. It wasn't Toscala. I don't even know who it was. But anyways, he made like this save as a defenseman, and I was just like, "Jeez." But you know that's the sad part because he's gonna be remembered, Ian White, of course, as oh, you're the guy that went from you know the hero all the way down to zero. That you had a you know huge drugs, huge alcohol. And, you know, it's it's sad because, especially where, like, you're making millions of dollars and you have a family and you pretty much have everything and you're successful. It's like, nothing can touch me. Nothing can hurt me. And then, boom, done. That's it. And, you know, it kind of brings me back to when, you know, I, I really don't talk about it too much is, you know, high school hockey. I, I really don't like talking about it. Now, let's back up for a second. If anybody wants to know, Go watch the show Dope Sick on Hulu with Michael Keaton. It pretty much was the town I grew up in. Except it wasn't rural West Virginia mining company. No, it was, it was you know, we were, I think, what, 20 minutes north of Boston. You know, predominantly white neighborhood. Really didn't have any violence. Nothing went on. Except for one little drug, and that was Oxycontin. So a couple things happened to me when I went into high school. Okay? So, uh, Thomas Edward Brady stepped onto a gridiron. So, you know, the rest is history with Brady, right? Nobody gave a fuck about hockey. Uh, the Bruins sucked. World Trade Center. And the emergence of Oxycontin. Oxycontin was so bad where I grew up. And it's just one of those things where... It's gross. Just to look back at it, I'm like, that is so gross. Now, why I got so big, really, was because it was, you know, a doctor's prescribing it. So it's got to be safe. I can't get addicted to this. I mean, you think heroin, you think that's gross. That's nasty. But, no, it's, if anything, the oxy's worse. Now, maybe I should back up a little bit. I know, I'm, I'm all over the place. I apologize. But let me back up a little second. No, I never had an addiction. Um, never had any substance abuse. Never been in trouble with that stuff. Did I know a lot of people using it? Yes. Was I in that crowd of people that were using drugs? Yes, unfortunately. Some of my good friends, I've known people, you know, even to this day that have been, you know, hooked on it for years and passing away from it. It's it's really sad. It's disgusting. But it's one of those things where that's life. And some people like it. Some people get too deep with it. It is what it is. Now, I call myself the beer league hero. Of course, I love to drink beer. I love to have fun with the guys in the locker room. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's everything in moderation. I've said this before on my YouTube channel. Everything in moderation. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. You shouldn't be doing drugs. You do whatever you want to do. It's one life to live. Do whatever you want to do. But there's always consequences to everything you do. And that's just life. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, cracking open a beer and having a few, you know, tying one on after a good game. 
But, you know, when you stop missing work or you end up in a jail cell or a grave, then you get a problem. So I'll just say that for <laughs> just for the uh, the PSA. But, uh, yeah, no, um, what I, I, what I will honestly say is, you know, everything in moderation. Okay, so getting back to the story, when I was, I believe I was a freshman, everybody was doing oxys. Everybody was doing oxys. It was bad. It was really bad. And I, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be able to play hockey. My mom and dad gave me the best equipment, but I wasn't that rich, spoiled kid. When I got my license, it was like, yeah, no, get a job. Then you can save it for a car. <laughs> I mean, some of these kids that I went to school with, this is public school too, you know, they have nice cars and, you know, they would be treated to like Disney World and have the best top of the line hockey equipment, season tickets to the Bruins, even though they sucked, you know, stuff like that. So when you have access to money like that, that's where the Oxycontin, okay, I want to buy Oxycontin. And what it is, is it's about what, a dollar milligram. So you had guys that were doing like, here's 20 bucks. They do an oxys and then you know it goes up to 40, 40 bucks, and then it goes to eighty. It, it was disgusting. I just I remember this one time. I shouldn't even be talking about this, really. I debated about doing this, but I just gotta get it off my chest. I'll never forget being in a locker room. And I was one of the youngest ones there. And I won't mention names, I won't even mention what town, but I'm in the locker room. And of course, like that was like the coming of age, like you're kind of, like, trusted as a high schooler. Like, okay, we'll drop you off the rank. We'll come pick you up later. But you're on your own. So you kind of, you had that freedom. So all I remember was this one kid. And I always thought he was kind of shady. But, like, had a nice family. He, like, chose to be shady. You know, nice family. Pretty much had whatever he wanted. Good hockey player. And I remember there was this kid sitting next to him. I believe it was his cousin. And never seen him before. Whatever. So I remember the cousin. He we were all getting ready for hockey, you know. And the cousin was there and he was just in the street clothes. And I remember he had that purple, like velvet Crown Royal bag. And I'm like, what the fuck? What, like, what the fuck is that? Like, now I know what it is, but back then I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I don't know. Who was in the other locker room, to be honest with you. I don't know if it was another team. I don't know what was going on. You kind of played stupid, like, you don't want to know what's going on. You don't ask questions because you're the freshman. You don't know nothing. So, um, this is this is at the Flynn Rink, by the way. So, the Flynn Rink, I believe, not the first locker room, but, like, the middle locker room. not the last one, but there's, like, three locker rooms. And basically, you walk into the locker room, and then the bathrooms are to the left. You go into the left, that's the bathrooms. But the bathrooms are connected to the other room. To the other locker room, I should say. And I know, I believe Malden Rink is like that. I think the Everett Rink is like that. But anyways, I've seen so many fights as a kid. Where like, you know, coaches had to stand in front of the door because you know, we're all fighting with each other. Ah, that's another fucking story for another time. But I just remember this one kid... With his cousin, he just gets up with the fucking crown royal bag. 
I'm pretty sure it was Oxycontin inside. I I didn't physically see it, but people were talking about it. And like Oxycontin, like what the fuck is that, <laughs> right? So he goes in to the locker room, and oh, I remember the the cousin sitting down, and he had like this wad of money. I mean, just wad of money rolled up. It was like, what the fuck? Like, I, at that age, I was like, I've never seen that much money in person. Just just the dollar bills, the 20s, the hundreds. I'm like, jeez. I remember just holding it and just laughing. And he just puts it in his pocket and just runs out. And I knew from there, I was like, all right. <clears throat> I don't know if I want to play hockey anymore. And that's the honest truth. I mean, I never tried this stuff. I later quit hockey in school. Met a girl who his cousin who used to deal and use the stuff. I personally I always was scared of it. Call me a pussy. You know? I was always like, oh, I don't wanna mess with drugs. <laughs> I was afraid I'd die. I was a little bit of a you know, I was scared. But maybe that's kind of a good thing. Because I never got an addiction, I never OD'd or died or robbed anybody or did any of that stuff. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's scary to think about what life been like if I went down that road. But I try not to think like that. And I just kind of stay positive and think of, well, you know what? You played hockey, but after a while, hockey wasn't fun anymore. And that's where I'll leave it. Um... And I kind of like, I had more to the story, but I just don't want to talk about it too much in depth. Uh, that was, a, I look back at that and that was a sad part. I remember playing and one of our, he had just graduated. One of the, like the all-star of the, the town. He OD'd on heroin, but he got addicted to the oxys and it just, it was a mess. But, um, yeah, so to circle back, check out, um, Ian White's interview with Trev. Um, it's sad. It's really sad. I, I feel for the guy. And like I said, when I heard Ian White, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, jeez, whatever happened to him? And then you hear what happened to him, you're like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, so, you know, as always... Thank you for listening. Cheers.